in a world of video stores and late fees. When movies ain't what they used to be, one podcast will change the world. They will embark on a journey to look at the good and bad movies from the golden era of home video. And things are about to get nostalgic. The VHS will rise and screaming will fall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave, this has got to be the worst promo I have ever heard. No, it isn't. If you're going down the route of the video trailer, man, Dave, I want a training montage. Coming soon on a podcast near you. If you listen to one podcast this week, then you're probably listening to Joe Rogan. But if you've exhausted all of the podcasts, then the VHS Strikes Back is one to try. to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. And as our reintroduced theme tune, su- tune suggests, we're tackling Temptation Island Season 3, Episode 4, entitled Blake the Fake, and things are getting pretty hot. But before we go into that, Chris, I want to just talk about what we saw tonight with like Julian and Kristen. How do you think things played out for them? I think Julian's played it pretty well so far. He's been pretty much cool. He, he hasn't done anything but obviously there's, there's that thing in the background regarding him cheating. And I just saw a few things tonight, Dave, where I'm, I can see the mask dropping for Julian. And he did order, uh, I think it was Mia, he ordered Mia about a little bit, come sit here, come sit there. And he's a little bit of a controller. You know, he's an absolute man mountain of a guy, isn't he? He's absolutely, <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, we had that fake uh, Owen on Love Island Australia season two who pretended he was Jason Momoa. But this guy <laughs> grew his hair a bit longer. He, he could be. Uh, Aquaman's yeah, yeah. body double, you know. So he's got everything going on. And it's very interesting because he said, like, and I, I honestly thought she's very similar to Kristen, mm. very similar. But Dave, the scars run deep, and I'm not sure what's going to happen. I don't know whether he will actually cheat because this is the last chance saloon. Mm-hmm. But I think as the episode went on, it's becoming quite apparent that Kristen is not in a good place in that relationship, one with herself or with him. Yeah, I, you know, I'm wobbling on my prediction that these will, you know, not make it as a couple. Something's going on with Kristen uh, that that I can't quite figure out. Um, I'm not sure. I can't see her cheating with anyone else. And I think, uh, like yourself, I can't see anything really that Julian's done wrong. He was out on the date. I think it's Mia. I, I, I think that was a name. I think that was who we saw Tom have an argument with in, in the first uh, or second episode, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, and she seems a little bit more mature than some of the other girls there. Some of the other girls seem, you know, a bit uh, to act a little bit younger. And so I agree. She's kind of almost that Kristen template, isn't it? So you would think as Kristen, that's... In a way, that's kind of a bit reassuring. He's not run off with someone who looks completely different from you and acts different from you, you know. So 
I don't think, looking at this, I don't think he's done anything wrong at all. All he's said is, you know, he appreciates the way he talks to her. And um, I don't know, what what is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to just, you know, um, not speak or anything? So I, I, looking at this, I can't see anything that he's done wrong. I want to not talk about the bonfire so i think we'll talk about that yeah, yeah. at the end but definitely through the episode i i can't fault julian for anything that he's done at all or or Kristen, but i think we we probably had the question marks around julian a bit more didn't we but now fair play to him i know we're only four episodes in but he's doing all right so far i think yeah i'll go with that i saw a couple of things dave i'm just you know chris has got the old Reality TV radar, my friend. There's just something brewing up there, I think, with Julian. You so think? we'll see. Yeah, I think okay. so. I think so. Just, just bookmark this comment, because this will be go down as one of my terrible fucking predictions, Dave, and you're going to go, whatever, Chris. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so anyway, Dave, I'd say who else was on my radar tonight was uh, Evan and Corey. Now, I don't know what's going on there at all. Corey, he seems like he wants to enjoy himself, and he doesn't feel he can. However, Erin had this... It was a weird dialogue with Shaq, Dave. I don't know what's mm. went on with Shaq in this episode, but it was just strange, that whole dialogue, I thought. I I don't think Shaq came off very well tonight, did he? No. Really. He, he came across like one of those guys who's basically... He's acting like the nice guy. He's kind of having a laugh, having a joke. And then when he ends up, when he's not getting what he wants, you know, he, he turns... Turns a bit nasty, really, doesn't he? You know, yeah. um, what did he say? It wasn't the shack attack, was it? You know, savage shack. I think he said he was going to turn into. But you, right at the start of the episode, you can see this conversation, and he's kind of saying, you know, he's developing these feelings. Erin suddenly, well, I, I don't want any of that, and so, you know, she she ends up having a talk with Evan, who. Let's face it, we called out, seems a bit of a tool. Haven't seen anything to suggest in this episode that he's not a tool, but he did. I, th- I thought he, he did a bit of a masterclass here, Chris. You know, he opened up, he lost his stepdad, gave that bachelor-like sob story, um, and obviously he's, he's broke through on an emotional level I think with Erin because she had I I didn't quite catch what the story was with Erin but you know she hadn't quite got over some grief as well and then that's it they have a bit of a hug and then from there they seem to start to develop this bit of a connection Um, and so I, I think you know Shag finds himself in the bin Evan seems to be in the driving seat now I do think you know when you see them together they look. They do look like they have a connection, but honestly, Chris, when you see Evan with the lads and talking with the lads, he's exactly what we thought he was. Yeah, yeah, he's just taking the piss, and he's there for the ride. He, he was talking in in one of the diary room headshot bits with the other two guys who'd stirred it up, Terry and that, and and he, he was just don't give a fuck. Uh, Trent and Rocky, not Terry, Trent and Rocky, and he, and he doesn't care, Dave. He's there for for. He's doing the emotional stuff, and I agree. I think I think like with Erin, there's stuff going on there. I don't get what's happened. She must have 
not she must have, but there's, there's got to be some sort of infidelity there because she is holding on to some sort of guilt that we are not privy to, Dave. And I don't understand what he's going on with. As much as Corey said about her with a football and all that stuff, if that's a career, that's a career you should support that. I don't know. I just, there's something not be, not being told in this relationship that's not been played out right. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it does seem a bit strange, but, you know, certainly... You know, she didn't want to get back with Shaq because she felt like, you know, she, she didn't want to lead him on. Um, but he did just absolutely turn, didn't he? And, you know, it, it just so happened that it was around about the same time that Chelsea, you know, decided she wasn't going to take Blake on a third date. She was going to take Tom from New Jersey. Yeah. who was giving it the big kind of the mouth in episode one, I remember. You know, again, I think he he loves himself a bit as well. And I think, to be honest, Chelsea and Tom are the most entertaining couple to watch, you know, in terms of what's going on in and around them. You know, she'd, she'd asked him out. Uh, Blake's obviously upset about it, you know. And, and Tommy keeps dropping it in there. He keeps... Placing, you know, these seeds of doubt in Chelsea's mind. He keeps using this word fake. And he says, you know, you you can see through fake people. So, you know, I'm really glad about that. And I, I just think, I, I, I think we called Blake out for being a bit fake, didn't we, in, in one of the last episodes. But that's not to say everyone else there isn't <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. I, I don't know if he we haven't seen anything that really makes him stand out as super fake beyond anyone else and it just seems like you know quite a lot of people are calling him out there but she kind of has a strange talk with blake and she calls him out for being fake i'm, I'm thinking you know when they had the the dressing gowns on and they're sort of chatting there, and she's talking. We'd seen her in the last episode have the conversation about with Erin to basically say she's not happy because, you know, he's talking with other people. He should be, you know, directing his attention at me. And it seems like this this is a bit of a lash out at him. It's like, well, because you're doing that, because you're talking to all these people and presenting yourself, you know, and... and you want them to have a certain perception of you that makes you fake so i i i actually can't really figure out where the truth is in this no but dave yeah and you're right and and i think i think there's there's something not right with i'm not a big fan of tom but there's something not right with chelsea dave isn't there she she really is a live wire i don't know what's happened to her in the past but this is not a good version of Chelsea at the moment in this this uh, show. And she just completely kicked it all off, I thought, Dave. You know, Trent and Rocky are there giving her a load of fucking flannel because she's slagging Blake off. I, I called out Blake last week and you did. I think he's fake as fuck. As, as, about as fake as the fucking dye he's got on his beard, Dave, just like Tom has on his head. <laughs> Exactly the same, complete fucking faker, trying to be the good guy, trying, like you said about Shaq, try another one trying to be nicer than what he is and trying to play the game and trying, you know, talking this up. When he, when you have to tell somebody that you're like the father of the house and, and you're thinking of the guys, you're not just the relationship. Dave, it's like when people say they're tough guys. If you've got to tell someone you're tough, you're not tough. And this guy is fake <laughs> as fuck. And he's saying it. And, but then what really, really got my back up was Chelsea slagging him off. Blake's he's quite right to have a go at him. But then Shaq, Shaq falls for the bait. 
And Blake goes, I think you need to go and have a word with him. No, Blake, you shit house. You, it's you they're having a go at. Why don't you go over there? Why are you getting Shaq? And Shaq took it because he's Blake's mate and went fucking, he went a, a bit fucking aggressive, didn't he, Dave? He went over there having a pop at him. And I'm, I'm thinking, Shaq, I'm not saying that Trent or Rocky's innocent because they're not, but you have fell for the old classic Get your mate who's harder than you to go over and punch someone because you can't do it. And it is. I don't think Blake asked him. I thought, I thought Shaq said, you know, I'm going to go over there. And, and Blake didn't say, no, just leave it. I he, thought he, he said, go and have a yeah. word with him. I thought he said that. I, I, I'm sure that's what he said. But I'll have to go back, Dave. But, but maybe you're right. But it just felt like, why is Blake not going over there and sticking up for himself? It just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and he did go over eventually, didn't he? But this is where <laughs> it's fucking brilliant, isn't it, Chris? We love a bit <laughs> of drama like this, you know, proper reality TV dramas. It was great because you've got Erica. And I thought, you know what the other fantastic ingredient to this show is, Chris? Fucking alcohol. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. It's great. Yes, it is. You just see, because Erica goes all fucking Bertie Big Bollocks, quite frankly, here as well, because she hears Ray's voices and she goes, oh, I'm going to step in on this, you know, and then she's pushing away Shaq and then, because he's, he's fucking fired up, isn't he? And he's like, don't touch me. And then she's like, oh, you're going at me. Go away. Go away. She's telling him to, like, go away. She's acting like fucking Bertie Big Bollocks. And then her nose is put out of joint because he's biting back then. And you're just watching it and thinking, sipping a a fucking glass of wine and thinking, this is brilliant TV. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, they're all just acting like tools. You know, no one comes out of it particularly well. But um, definitely... You know, I, I don't know who Trent and Rocky. I, I hadn't seen them pop up before. I, I don't even recall them to no, be I honest, don't. Chris. But but they're basically like fucking Statler and Waldorf, aren't they? From the Muppets, <laughs> they just shout. <laughs> they're not interested in, in in talking to any girls or anything, unless you know Chelsea had obviously come over and speaking to them then, and they're just taking the piss out of everyone and just going, "Oh, you fake as fuck." Because <laughs> yeah, he said that's probably what we do, won't they? Fucking because yeah. he, he actually said. I think it was uh, Trent went, oh, I got the big fucking stirring smudging soon out. In the diary room, he's stirring the pot, isn't he? (laughs) Fucking brilliant. I'll tell you what, though, when he was the three of them, though, Evan, Tom and Trent, all three of them, Dave, were acting as if they were still at college or school, weren't they? He's like, are you going to hit that? Yeah, it's going to happen. I'm going to smash it. It's like, oh, lads, if they see that, any of the girls, they are not going to be happy. I'm like, that is just error after error. You know what, Chris? When when Evan kind of gave his bachelor sob story, and you know, gave Erin a bit of a hug, I wobbled a bit. I thought, you know what, Dave, you, you might have got this wrong. He, he, you know, shown his emotional side, and and uh, you know, maybe I've called this one wrong. But when they're there and fucking having their chat, they're in the diary room as well, aren't they? But it's that when they're by the pool. I think that is the worst. <laughs> Uh, type of conversation you want aired on TV, isn't it? You know, they're sat around, bunch of blokes. Evan's like, you know, they're talking to Tom and Tom's talking about how much progress he's making with Chelsea, you know, and, and the fact that he's he's managing to manoeuvre Blake off the chessboard as well, you know, is obviously a good thing. And Evan's like, do you think you're going to hit it? And fucking, <laughs> they're like, 
I, I, I wasn't sure if his name was Trent or I think when they were in the diary room, Evan called him Disco Dave. So I don't know if he's <laughs> his character called Dave in there. Obviously a twat with a name like that. Um, but, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but he says, let's call him Disco Dave. He says, you keep doing what you're fucking doing. You're going to smash that for sure. And Evan's like, it's going to happen one night. I'm just like, you bunch of disrespectful fucks. Again, and and I blame myself for wobbling on my position that basically what you've got is mostly a bunch of fuckboys who, you know, just they've got no interest in the girls other than to to get a cheap shag and a few extra Instagram followers. So, (laughs) yeah. And the thing is, Chelsea, she, she thinks she knows it all, but she's really fucking easily manipulated. And yeah. again, you you can say about, you know, Blake and how fake he is, but, you know, going for that. <laughs> what was really funny, Chris, was when she was calling him fake and he goes, well, this is weird because I'm starting to have some feelings for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fucking Matt James from The Bachelor, is it? <laughs> <laughs> You're not helping yourself, mate. You're not helping yourself. It was just a, a clear deflection tactic. But you know what? I spot you, Chris. She did the old eye roll. You know that intolerant kind of yeah. behaviour. And it's it's weird. I, I I do still think there are there are huge problems with Chelsea and just how she approaches, how she sees what everyone else does versus what she does herself. You know, and again, I'll talk to it at the bonfire uh, a little bit later. But she—you put her and fucking uh, uh, Tom, one, you know, one on one. It's like the old Spider-Man meme. You know, when you got the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're really bad at this relationship. No, you're really bad at this relationship. Fucking as bad as each other. But um, Chris. This is why I love this show. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking um, brilliant. (laughs) But speaking of of Tom, I mean, he's suddenly gone to uh, DEFCON 1, hasn't he? He's he's, he's not bothered. After that first bonfire, he's taken... Sophia, which I mean, I, I'm not sure. You know, they're both obviously adults, but he's 37, she's 22. It's it's a bit, you know, it's a bit of a gap, that isn't it? I'm not saying that it's wrong as such, but it's just, well, to me, it feels a, a tad wrong there. But he's gone into this cheesy mode, hasn't he? You know, he's speaking a bit of Spanish to her and stuff as well. And, you know, he's clearly. <laughs> I don't think he's smitten, but he's just pushing the the flirting to to an eleven, um, and I don't quite know what what his objective is. But he's not. We don't see Tom like speaking to any of the other girls, do we? He's, he's just always kind of hanging around with Sophia, and you know they're having these little chats. What what do you reckon about Tom and Sophia, Chris? That's probably the most forced relationship out of all of the couples. You know, girls and boys, Dave, depend on what whichever side. You look at it, it doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't. I think he's he's excelling in the fact that he's got a 22-year-old girl chasing after him, and I don't know what... I just don't think her intentions are, are, are genuine either, Dave. I think... I just think it's one of them ones. It'll it would literally fizzle out outside of the house if they ever did get together. And maybe he's doing it just to tell Chelsea, well, actually, I've had enough. 
You know, he's got someone who's interested oh. in him and he's no stress with it. She's not chasing him. This isn't real life, is it? Let's be honest. But a lot of the contestants get very carried away, don't they? Hence why no fucker ever really stays together by the odd couple in these reality shows. So I don't think he did anything wrong in this episode, Tom. I know I've been critical of him. It, it is what it is. I can see a bit of a kiss coming between these two, though, Dave. It seems like Tom is yeah. itching. I know they played a VT of it earlier in the episode, but I, I think it's going to be something where when Chelsea, you know, the, the reaction in episode five will, will literally be Chelsea either going for it with someone else or she's going to try and break into the uh, the boys' villa and take him out, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sniper rifle from the from the top of the villa, yeah. Um, no, I just, I, I, I agree. I think a kiss could well be on the way before between them two. I do... I'm like you. I, I don't really think Sophia's. I don't think Sophia's particularly into him. He's just one of the four blokes that's kind of been showing her a bit of attention, and so you know she gets to stay in the villa a little bit longer, doesn't she? Gets to yeah. have this holiday for a bit longer. So, so why wouldn't you? But the way the way he's got that fucking shit eating grin, Chris. It's like you know what it reminds me. Um, you know, uh, Friends. Yeah, here we go. Friends reference. You know when Ross is going out with uh, Julie, in one of, is it the second season, I think? And they're doing the old, now you hang up. Oh, oh and Rachel just up. fucking, yeah, I saw that. You hang up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do you not think it, that's the gooeyness that he's projecting at the minute? You know, it's just, uh, it's a bit weird for me. But uh, maybe just because I'm a fucking cynical old see you next Tuesday. But Chris, we've been dancing around. You know, talking about some of the other couples. What do you make of Kendall and Alexis? Dave, you're right. We have danced around this the whole episode. And <laughs> I said from the start that Kendall does not care about Erica. And his whole dialogue is, you know, I am single. I'm going to do what I want. Blah, 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 blah. And then we get all sorts of... There's a build-up in there of about 10 minutes in and out of different scenes with him and Alexis, Dave. So, um, yeah, I think she she does like a bit of chocolate, she was saying, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'll go on to the euphemism overdrive in a minute, but I, I must have missed the bit, Chris, where they said, you know, you're you're essentially single. Uh, for all this time because we've watched Singletown haven't we and they yeah. kind of talk about their boyfriends and girlfriends as exes you know and, and they make a big point of it they're, they're supposed to be single go out on all these dates whereas Temptation Island is trying to tempt someone from a couple whereas Kendall's like well hey I'm fucking single me <laughs> 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 and I am gonna fill my fucking boots right here um we we saw this coming a mile off. I, I was just the the only surprise was that it didn't happen. We saw the tease at the end of the last episode, didn't we? And I thought we might open up with that, but it seems that Alexis tells the camera, you know, she, she says that uh, Kendall asked her to stay, and she said no. You know, I don't do this on the second day, maybe third, but <laughs> <laughs> not the second day, sir. Um, so, yeah, we're getting all these euphemisms, aren't we, with the uh, chocolate on the strawberries and stuff, and he's he's sort of trying to put it in her mouth, and she's saying, oh, no, I don't want it in my mouth. And, he, and then she's like, you took that like a pro, and then she's like, I take, I take dark chocolate like a pro all the time. And I, I, I was... 
I know it's flirty banter, but I'm thinking like a pro. Does that translate to the US, Chris? Yeah, I mean, well. to, to us in the UK, uh, I, when you use it in that type of context, the pro is a prostitute, a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those, you know, a bit of a, a, a dirty talking faux pas there. Yeah, big but. time. It is. And, and, and I think, Dave, look, it was going to happen. His justification for what happened is a classic. And it? it's like, I'm single. I'm going to do whatever I want. No problem. <laughs> the only thing I'd say on Kendall's part, in not in his defence, because obviously he's just cheated on his girlfriend, but were they even together before they came into this show? And is it just a case of, that, you know, they, they were a couple, but they've been split up for a few months and one of them works in a talent agency or something and said, look, do you want to come and do this? Because it feels like Erica is all in. And he just doesn't care. He's got no respect for it at all, Dave. And I can't work out why you would then subject your girlfriend to that live on TV, knowing that there's so many people. I mean, look, for us as reality TV fans, it's it's hands over your eyes job while you look through your fingers like, oh my God, you know, but you can't keep your eyes off. It's great we're talking about it, but fuck me, Dave. If there was ever a mistake to make, that is the mistake. Yeah, I mean, he, he's properly gone for it, hasn't he? And, you know, they... Actually, it all happens after the talent show, doesn't it? You know, she says she doesn't have a talent except for making the first move. Gives him a big old snog there. I think it, it frightened Corey a little bit. <laughs> you know, he's like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Um, but yeah, of course, when they get to the bedroom there, there's, there's no doubt what was going to happen. And I think, I don't know if Alexis is intentionally coming across as a bit naive, but she's saying about, you know, I think... You know, he just wants someone better than what he's got right now. And it's like, really? <laughs> he's just come on to Temptation Island. You're on day three or whatever it is. You know, you're not very far in. And he's sleeping with someone else. So when it gets, you know, let's say, let's say they continue this. You know, they leave together and then they get outside the island. Why would you be surprised when that happens to you? I, I don't I don't understand it. Um but yeah, no, they, they seem to have a good time, didn't they? And obviously in the morning, they're all chatting away and the girls... I, I, actually, I called out Nicole as, as being a bit of a psycho last episode because she um, really went at Corey for asking out someone else for a date. Um, but I, I, I did laugh, you know, when she's there at the at the dinner date and she's like... How was your night then? (laughs) (laughs) You know, prying away. So, yeah, um, I I think we said Kendall would be the first to go, didn't we? And I think I said Erin would be the first of the girls to go. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's playing out that way. Well, I'm I'm wobbling a bit on Erin, actually, because... You know, when she came in, certainly episode one, I thought she's she's just looking for an excuse. I, I don't think she's she's into this relationship with Corey at all. Um, I you think Chelsea now will, will be the first one to go. She, well, Dave, let's be honest. After the VT with Tom, oh, she's gone. She had gone. <laughs> you know, he'd done the old uh, Lily and Sophia's hair. There was a little the peck on the cheek was was the final straw. So I'd say she's going John Rambo, Dave, next week. She is ready to go through that villa door if she can get to it. 
Yeah, I think he could be right. <laughs> it's either that or she's going to go out a spy and she's going to try and cop off with one of the guys. You know, just do something so he, he gets a bit of a taste of his own medicine. Yeah. I And again, I'm, I'm going to keep my powder dry because I've got something to say there, but I, I'm going to talk about the bonfire. But just before I get there, I mean, we obviously had the talent show. So just before Alexis did made the first move with, uh, with Kendall and, you know, he, he was... He looked like the cat that got the cream, didn't he? He yeah. gave her a big 10 score. I mean, before that, we saw Nicole showing off that she can do the splits. Um, the boys seem to appreciate the angle on that. Yep. And yep. then you had Sophia licking her elbow. I, I thought that was an interesting one. Never seen that at a no, talent show I before. I, I don't even know what that signifies, but there you go. <laughs> me neither. C- can you? No, I, 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 I when she I was doing know. it, I tried. I have fucking no chance. <laughs> Elbow. Um, I don't know if I can. No, I can't do that. Even with my schnoz, Dave, I can't get near it. Well, I was trying to think. What What would you do, Chris? Dave, fuck off. Right, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't. It's genuine. What you were trying to say? Put your nose on the fucking elbow. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I can touch me. I can touch me nose. Play the record player with your nose. Yeah. It's a bit. Of <laughs> <laughs> Play chopsticks with me nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. No, I wasn't thinking. That. It was a genuine question because I. I don't think I've got. I, I'm sure if I thought about it, I'm sure I could think of something. But no, I couldn't think off the top of my head. What What would I do as a a, a special talent kind of thing? Well, Alexis's was I make the first move, Dave, as we said earlier. So yeah, she she I don't know. I think she probably won that one by default. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's that's the only reason we saw her any of the talent show at all. Now, Chris, we get to the bonfire. And first up is Kristen. She sees Julian talking to the girl, I think like I say, I think her name was Mia. And uh what I found interesting, like I say, I don't, I don't think Julian was doing anything particularly wrong there. Kristen doesn't seem that put out by it either. But then Mark Goldberg saying about how he's so perplexed with her. I, 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 I couldn't work out what was going on here, Chris. No, I couldn't. Dave, we need to have a serious chat as a podcast now. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking ranks here. Mark Goldberg. Mark it's Goldberg. Not, you called Mark Wahlberg. Michelle Melissa. You know, you know what, what that is? You know what that is? <laughs> Fucking autocorrect. I've got my phone and I'm typing my notes in my phone. I have put Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> but I'm looking at it now. It's like Goldberg. <laughs> Fuck you, autocorrect. We did the bachelor and you were going, Melissa, and I'm thinking, who the fuck's Melissa? And it was Michelle, so yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah right. So anyway, carry on, Dave. Sorry to just cut like, across, Just yeah. like to keep you on your toes. <laughs> Keith. <laughs> hey, that's my middle name. <laughs> but yeah, why, it, it seemed to me that old Mr. Wahlberg there was, was trying to say to Kristen, look, go out and fucking fill your boots. He's cheated on you. Go and, you know... What? Spread thy legs and fly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Dave, right? So what I would say, though, Dave, is 
What is Mark Wahlberg some aficionado on relationships, or is he like fucking Chris Harrison, where he's a presenter presenting a dating show, so it gives him carte blanche to sort of give because he's giving advice to these people, like he's fucking Doctor Phil or Doctor Drew, Dave. I, I don't get it. I don't. Obviously, he's the, the presenter, but they, they seem everything he takes. They seem as like, oh yeah, it must be. If Mark's saying it, it must be. I don't get that dynamic at all. He's just a fucking presenter. Uh, he's the executive producer as well, so I think he's he's got an interest in it there. Oh yeah, I, I agree. I, I I don't know what his qualifications are, which is is what I think you're saying, aren't, aren't you? But I I don't know. I, I think he offers more than Chris Harrison does. To be honest, I I can't think of any good advice that Chris Harrison gives. Whereas sometimes I, I do think Mark Wahlberg, you know, he, he does ask some good questions, gets people thinking about things in the right way. But I couldn't understand his angle on uh, on Kristen other than, you know, go and open up with someone else and, and go and explore things and make me some great fucking TV because right now you're a bit boring is, is, is how it's coming across to me. <laughs> That's how I felt because I, th- I think he's probably nailed it with that. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Don't say anymore. You've absolutely gone there. I think I think that's right. I don't think because the first half an hour of the episode was pretty slow, and say so once we got to the Blake bit, it all kicked off, and the bonfire was the crescendo because we're all waiting for the thing. But the next one up is Erin, and, and obviously Erin sees again, and it's this thing where Corey. He must be like a fucking mummy or something, Dave. He mustn't speak to Erin uh, at all because he drops in a bit of flirting. And he goes, you know, he'd said earlier everything's big in, in Texas and all that, and she gets really upset. And it's like, again, I don't think this has been as wild other than, the, you know, we've talked about Kendall, but other than that, the other couples have not really bought into the fact that they're supposed to be cheating or doing stuff. Not at the moment, anyway. Maybe it'll change, like you say, playing with enough fucking cheap alcohol and the fucking anybody's game. But at the moment, Erin and Corey, I can say, I just don't understand that. If, the, if she gets that upset, then she'll be together. They shouldn't be. Was it last episode or the episode before when Erin watched Corey basically do shots off a girl's stomach you know at a party and she's like yeah whatever and she seemed to blow that off like pretty easily and then to just have this very dry conversation and i couldn't even get you know with the with the whole chocolate strawberries you were getting you know exactly what the euphemisms were there but where Corey's going about you know they say everything's bigger in Texas. If if it was Amanda saying that's Corey, you know, you could see the see what the euphemism is there. But I didn't get what he was getting at. Was it just a random phrase that he knows about Texas? <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I couldn't know, get Dave. what he was. I, I couldn't get what he was trying to. You know, f- how that was a flirty thing to say. But for some reason, you know, the fact that he is getting on with someone. Is you know that's the thing that set Erin off, but I thought I thought last week's was worse, and and so I don't know if she's just in a different place now. I, I mean, for me, I I think if you if you're watching this and you see it's the same person, which it wasn't, it was a different girl. Uh, it was Nicole in the first one, wasn't it? And uh, in the first date that he had, and then uh, it was Amanda this time round. I I didn't get her reaction given the reaction at the last bonfire no i didn't to be honest dave and and, and i think you're right the first two you know Kristen, erin little bit tame and then it just starts you know and i mentioned about this before with chelsea 
this is just Michelle. She she sees it with Tom. She's going full on John Wayne Bobbitt, Dave. I'm telling you, Tom's not seeing the light. When she sees Tom, he's getting a slap right across his face. He hasn't really done anything. He's building up to a kiss, but I just don't think she's someone to be trifled with, Dave. Fucking damn right. You you were properly. You wouldn't. You sleep with one eye open. Fucking <laughs> keep, telling you. Put away the uh, lock away the sharp knives. What I don't like, Chris. I, I don't think it's a nice trait. She absolutely more than anyone just sees everything that Tom does as being an utter betrayal of their relationship, and she's got carte blanche to do whatever she wants. Yes. Right. Earlier in the episode, she's twerking away with her ass right in Tom's crotch, right? She's fucking... And then he's, he's in a different scene. He's sort of pulling her back again. They've got, you know, he's got his crotch right up against her ass there, and she's, like, flirting away. He basically sees Sophia give Tom a peck on the cheek, and she's like, well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and you know she says i'm very respectful to our relationship and i'm like i just don't get it chris I, I just don't see how in her own mind she is this respectful fucking nun and and he's this you know this wild child that's going out there screwing everything i think they're both as bad as each other yeah i do i i was all against tom in the first episode i don't really trust the guy but I'm not fucking with him. So, you know, whatever he's doing, he's doing. But it, but she, she, there's not a good side to her, Dave. And I, and I did say at the start, are they even a couple from LA? Are they just two people who went on one date and they're pretending to be together? I don't know. She seems very invested. I might, I might be way off the mark because I can never work out with these shows how they find two couples to go on this and, and agree to it. So that's why I'm always dubious about this. Yeah. However... It's like you said at the top of the show, you know, just for purely reality TV cringe and just, oh, what's going to happen next? These, this is the couple to watch, I think. I know we're going to talk about Kendall and Erica in a sec, but that is not because they're playing up to the cameras. I think Chelsea is playing up to the cameras, Dave. I think she knows what she's doing and what people want to see, and that's what we're seeing at the moment. Um, I don't know if, if she's playing up to the cameras. I don't, I don't think she's particularly endearing. I don't think she's coming off like a, a particularly nice person. No, no. She's coming across like a massive hypocrite who stirs a lot of shit and, you know, fucking likes her own opinion and, and doesn't give a fuck about anyone else's. So I, I'm honestly not really liking Chelsea in this, Chris, but I think old Mark Wahlberg there, I think he, he did say something good, I, I think, in this moment. Because he says... Maybe he hasn't, he's talking about Tom here. He says, maybe he hasn't done anything wrong, but what matters is how you feel about it. And I thought that was a nice, or not a nice thing to say, but a nice way to kind of call out that he hasn't done anything wrong. <laughs> You've just seen him. She, Sophia lent him for a kiss and he offered the cheek. Really, is that the massively wrong thing to do? But because it's setting you off, then you know, maybe you're just not meant to be together. And I think I think that was a nice way to handle it. Because all was screaming in my head, Chris, was, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> shall we wind some of your fucking real tape back, shall we? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And, and what, what I could say as well, Chris, so while we've been talking, so 
or Mark Wahlberg, what, what are his qualifications? Well, according to what I'm looking up here, he's known for the Antiques Roadshow oh, and, yeah. market, and Market Warriors, which I think fully qualifies him as a relationship counsellor. Definitely, Dave. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. If he fucking sat there soon with his relationship TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so, yeah. that is that is horrendous isn't it that is bad now dave come on let's talk about the massive build up i felt so sorry for erica the play the whole thing there's nothing see you see the other three even with the chelsea tom it's all innuendo in it it's all suggestive videos yeah. just 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 putting things together there's no fucking need to edit any of anything that happened with Alexis and Kendall, Dave, because she even got the noises in bed and everything. And yeah. I think it was uh, Kristen behind her was just gobsmacked. And Chelsea, they were all gone. They were like, holy shit. You know, and, and yeah. she then admitted to Mark after it played that he cheated on her in the past. And you're like, no shit, Sherlock. That is terrible. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if things, <laughs> if you didn't feel bad enough already, she talked about being in a relationship and she got cheated on every weekend. And then she says, but I made an exception for Kendall. And it's like, oh, no. And you could tell she's not she's not said this before. Mark Wahlberg certainly seemed to be surprised by it. And you're like, oh, we could see, you know, or we had a pretty good idea, didn't we, from episode one. He'd be the first to go, but... Again, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? It's, it's what I say about, you know, the definition of idiocy is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. Yeah. And yeah. I just think, you know, what I will say, Chris, hats off to her for, you know, the way she kind of reacted to it. Yeah. She didn't sort of... And, and again, I say hats off to her. That came across. I'm glad she didn't kind of... Give him the satisfaction if he's watching at home that you know she's crying over over his cheating scumbag of a boyfriend, but it, it does make me think as well. Was was she expecting it? Yeah, it looked it, like it. Yeah, I mean, I guess she'd seen a little bit before in the in the previous bonfire, but can you imagine, like, if um, fucking hell, if Tom. <laughs> Can you imagine showing some footage of Tom to Chelsea? Fuck me, she would go full on John Rambo, wouldn't she? She'd be scaling the walls. He would, his life would not be worth living. Oh my God. You know, but if it came completely out of the blue, you would be absolutely rocked to your core. And yeah, I, I think you're right. I think she was probably expecting it. No one wants to fucking see that, but yeah, she did. She, um, yeah. She did handle it like in a weird way, didn't she? Yeah, and let's see next week because obviously, it, it, you know, the first thing we're going to do is like, what's happened? What's happened? We're going to get the boys' side of it as well, aren't we? So that'll play out. So I'm interested to see what Kendall is. I think he's just going to pass it off like it's nothing, Dave. And he's on a he's on a fucking eighteen to thirties jolly up, so he just doesn't care about it. So that could be the end of them. And I think for for Erica. Just seeing what we've seen in four episodes, this is this. She's got to have a bit of respect for herself and just walk away. She has to. Oh, oh definitely from the relationship with Kendall. 
Yeah. But, you know, we've seen her on a date with, like, Jessie. Jessie seems like a nice enough bloke, doesn't she? She probably won't be looking to couple up with Shaquille, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, this is what we've seen in previous seasons, isn't it? Where they kind of have a little bit of revenge. Or the, you know, the... Um, <sighs> The, the training wheels, or what's the phrase I'm looking for? Basically, it's all bets are off, isn't it? Yeah, bets are off, yeah. So I think, I don't, I don't think she's the sort of person who'll just jump into bed with, with some random bloke, but um, I, I think in the next bonfire, not, not this very next one, but in this next uh, week when she's had time to react to what he's doing there, she might, you know, start to look at some of these other relationships with the blokes in the house. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, Dave. It, it, look, it's good TV. Now, Dave, I've got hey, we had an email this last week by uh, one of our friends, Darlene, and she's just entitled it The Show. Hi, nice. enjoy. Yeah, well, she knows what she's talking about, Dave. She's but hi, <laughs> I enjoy listening to you so much that I'm listening to your Temptation Island podcast. Temptation Island podcast, and I'm not even watching the show. You two are a great combination of sincere, incredulous, and funny. I'm sorry that you didn't start to watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette shows until it got odious. It used to be entertaining. It's not anymore. I find it boring now. Anyways, Big Brother Canada starts today, so I have fingers crossed that it's a good season. Thank you for what you do, Darlene and Alberta. So I did go back at her, Dave, saying I'd have to persuade you, but we have got loads of space pl- uh, plates spinning, so um, I've not suggested it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Darlene. And I think Dave probably is thankful that I didn't suggest it to him. well chris we've got another review actually so this one is from the u.s store and it says i wish more podcasts were like yours and it says i love to watch the same crazy shows you are both uh, so good at getting into the episodes and keep the energy and flow going your wit in seeing the actions and the characters is natural and so entertaining keep making podcasts you guys are great P.S. Other podcasts go off on tangents, talk about so many things not related to the shows, laugh at their own jokes that aren't funny, use swear words excessively, speak at the pace of snails. Not you guys, you're the opposite. Now, that is from 806 Lucky Chris, and I think that is such a lovely uh, review, and I'd posted that one on our Twitter as well, because it's so humbling when you, you get to see, like, uh, you know, feedback like that. I must admit, I had to read that sentence a couple of times <laughs> when he was talking about, um, you know, other podcasts go off on tangents. Kind of think we do that. <laughs> Talk about so many things not related to the shows. Think we do that a little bit. Laugh at their own jokes. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're laughing now. Words excessively. <laughs> does, does anybody know me i'm terrible at it, but yeah i think she's calling me out there but no thank you for that it's really good review it's really good now dave you're not going to believe this but in the space of a day we've only gone and got ourselves two more patreons so we've now got three patreons for the show and if you do want to you know follow us and support us guys get over to patreon.com forward slash cd reality cast and we have a bonus episode for the top tier day, but I just want to thank uh, our, you know, original OG Patreon, which is Kent Gustafson. So thanks very much, Kent. And he's a really good guy. And we've both been chatting to him. He's a really, really good guy. And he's had a listen to our bonus episode and loves it. 
we've got a new uh, producer, Dave, that's come in, and that's Lucky Lulu Green. And she's uh, she's one of our friends from Instagram. Instagram's a great name, that, but one of our friends from Instagram as well. And she's come in at the top tier day. So her and Ken are the, our producers for today's episode. I want to thank them both. And she hasn't listened in to the bonus uh, show yet, but she will be. And I really, really can't thank both of them. And then finally, Dave, we have someone who's brought us both a cup of coffee. And, um, awesome. Yeah, I, I really can't you know, thank her enough, Dave. We have been at Loggerheads, but it's so nice that the truce is there and Lauren has bought me a cup of coffee, Dave. Me and you were splitting it, but I really appreciate the fact that she's signed up. So thank you, Lauren, as well. Awesome. What, what is your coffee of choice, Chris? Are you, are you an Americano type of coffee drinker? Um, well... I'm a bit thingy. I, I drink a lot of decaf now. Well, I do drink decaf tea and coffee. So um, I used to like a mochaccino, Dave, actually, but I think it will be an Americana with, with milk probably more than anything. Maybe for the calories, I think, because it's only about 60 calories. But yeah, mochaccino was one of my favourites back in the day. Yeah, so I'm, I'm probably a... Again, I, I probably should have them a bit less. <laughs> but I quite <laughs> like a, a soy latte myself, you know, but I, I kind of... Uh, you know, just I have to drink a few less of them just because this is that many calories. You can have a skinny latte, obviously, but uh, but no, that's absolutely brilliant. So thanks very much. And our, our first episode is a sneak peek of something, a new project that we've got coming out in when. Well, actually, we haven't set a date, have we? But it, it'll be at least probably a couple of months out there. Yeah. Um, and then you know we'll we'll just tackle different things each month. But uh, no, that's absolutely fantastic, Chris. Because we're we're always humbled, aren't we, that anyone actually listens to our ramblings? So it's just it's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Thank you very much. No, thank you guys, Dave. Honestly, it's so sincere from both of us because we're just two friends talking about reality TV, which two or three years ago never would have happened, would it, Dave? I've dragged you in. <laughs> yeah. It's your fault, all this. You suggested this from nowhere. I'd been saying it, it and, and yeah, it's your fault. So you created this monster, and I love it. I love everyone who tunes in and, and gives us stick, gives us good, bad reviews, everything. It's all part of the fun, Dave, and the journey. You know, so thank you guys, and we really appreciate it. So, Dave, another week of reality TV. We've got a few days rest and then we're back at it for the last episode of The Bachelor, early part of next week. I'll be honest with you, we know the result. Do we care? No, we'll be watching. You're damn right, my friend. So, yeah, I will see you on Tuesday, my friend. Bye now.